1: Internet link established.
0: So you want to be a podcaster? Our mission is to encourage and equip you for excellence in podcasting. Your hosts are Andrew Rappaport, host of The Rap Report and Apologetics Live, and executive director of the Christian Podcast Community. Together with Colleen Sharp, host of Theology Gals and chief administrator of the Christian Podcast Community. Christian Podcast Community. Well, one of the things I always try to teach people, Colleen, when it comes to podcasting is consistency, and I haven't been very good of that lately, have I?
1: No, because <laughs> the very topic that we're talking about tonight, just earlier, I kind of gave you a hard time about <laughs> your show titles.
0: Yeah, and we so we've, we have to apologize to our, our listeners. We have had a little bit of a delay with some of our episodes and it's been health issues and different things. And so today what we want to talk about is your show titles and artwork. And we're hopefully we'll have some helpful things for you in this because, well, this can be a topic that you think is not so much there, but there's actually a lot of debate in the area of titles of a show. So what we want to do today is talk about how to name your show, and then we want to talk about some artwork and some things to consider when it comes to artwork. So first, when we think about how to name your show, one of the first things I want to let you know is you have to be careful with the names as far as Apple is concerned. Always keep in mind that Apple, when it comes to the show notes or show title, um, they will look at things that they call keyword stuffing. You know what that is, right, Colleen?
1: I think you should explain, Andrew, because you're (laughs) better at explaining it than I am.
0: That's one of those more technical type of things, huh? All right. So keyword stuffing is when you try to stuff a bunch of keywords into your title. So in other words, if your show is, say you have a cooking show. That sounds like a good female show for theology gals you should. You, we talked about you doing knitting and crocheting. Maybe you should do a cooking one. So say you have a cooking show, and uh, your title of your show is Cooking with Barb. I don't know. So if that's the name of your show, keyword stuffing would be where you try to put things in there like Cooking with Barb, then maybe a pipe sign, and then you start putting keywords in, things like recipes, and you know maybe... A style Chinese or, you know, things like that as a, st- a way of cooking, you know, different types of food, whatever. When you put the, a bunch of keywords in there in the title, that is a way that a lot of people used to do things because it makes it able to be searched. And if you listen to last episode, we talked about the importance of SEO and being found. And so a lot of people would put all the keywords into the title so that it could be found in SEO. Apple has changed some things, so be aware of that when you name your title. Apple will kick you out if you don't have just a title in titles, even if you have an author name. If you say um, the the cooking, you know, cooking with Barb as your title, but then you put a in your show title name, you're going to put some some well known cooks as as a way of tying it in so that it's searchable. The problem is Apple's going to ding you for that. They may actually remove you. So keep in mind when you think of the title, the name you're going to give for the episode, you want it just being the title. Your name as an author, that should not be in there. Your name as a podcast shouldn't be in there. So whatever is going to be the title of the show, if you have some keywords that shouldn't be there, Apple may ding you, so just keep that in mind. But there are some techniques to getting a title episode worded so that it gets people to want to click on it and listen. You want to create some intrigue. You want to create some excitement. That is what a good title will do. It gets people to go, what is this about? I want to listen to this. And so there's a couple ways to do that. One, ask a question. Use a question. Now we've been talking about this, Colleen, because on my Andrew report's daily rap report, which is my two-minute version, I'm answering a lot of arguments that are made against Christianity, and you've kind of said that some of them sound a little clickbaity.
1: Well, that that's one thing that I think that we need to talk about is you want to generate some interest. You want people to. You know, you want them to see it and say, Whoo, that sounds interesting. I'm going to click on it. But you, all, you don't want to go so far as to click bait. And I was giving you a hard time earlier because I said, "Ah, oh, that could be a little click baity, Andrew, because you had a podcast title that was Jesus didn't rise from the dead or something like that. <laughs> and I thought, well, I know that's not what you're saying. In the in the episode, so um, where in other similar episodes you had it in the form of a question, so that one may have been better. As did Jesus rise from the dead?
0: Well, that's true. I could have named it that. That's a good point. But let's first define what clickbait is, so that people know what the difference is between clickbait and a good show title.
1: So on on clickbait. So if you think in terms of of. Uh, fishing, and because that's what I'm thinking. If we're talking about bait, um, you're basically putting bait out there so that someone will click on it. So, like when you're going fishing, you might put a big juicy worm on the end because you want the fish to go. Ooh, that's a big juicy worm! But when they bite down on it, they're not getting what they think they're getting. They they might end up um, as as dinner for somebody. But you don't. But with clickbait, it is. It is done so dishonestly. So, in the same way that when you're fishing, you're putting a worm out, saying, "Here, fishy, I'm going to feed you," but you want to, you're giving them something because you want to catch them and reel them in. And so, with clickbait, you're trying to get people to click. You're um, putting a tail out there. So, it, it maybe actually, what we were just talking about—if you put out um, Jesus wasn't God—and that's not really what you're saying. Someone may click and go, "What? Jesus isn't God? I can't believe you saying that." I'm going to click on that, but then you're being dishonest. And i I can't remember which episode it was, but I had spoke about a podcast that I listened to that does so much clickbait, and they would have a title out there that would um, say something that sounded like, "Wow, that sounds really crazy. I need to listen to that," and I would listen. And what was in their title and what they were talking about was not the same thing. It was dishonest.
0: And that's the thing clickbait is you're most often going to see this when you put a title of your show and it's not mentioned at all in the show. Or as you said on a previous podcast, you listen to that podcast and they would mention it at the end two minutes. And so you have two minutes when you that really your name should describe either the bulk of the show or the main emphasis of the show. And if it's not doing that, if it's only mentioning something that's barely mentioned, that is what we call clickbait. Or if it's not mentioned at all, you and I both know of a podcast where someone mentioned it and they, in their episode, they did a part one and part two and it was titled something about an individual and that individual wasn't mentioned anywhere in the first episode. They were in the second episode, and so they titled it, and it got a lot of clicks, but it was like, wait, this is not anything to do with that person. So you don't want to use clickbait, and the reason I think that you were saying that mine sounded clickbait is because I obviously believe Jesus did rise from the dead, So, but what I I was doing there is describing a problem, which is the second thing. If you you can use questions, that's an excellent way to create that intrigue because people want to know the answer to the question. Another is describe a problem. And that's what I was doing with that one. The problem is people claim Jesus didn't rise from dead, and I was answering that. And so instead of doing it as a question, because it was a challenge I was answering, I formed it as the problem. However, as you pointed out in that episode, sometimes that can seem like clickbait. If you're thinking, wait a minute, you're not really believing that. And so... You have to be careful. Do I use... Is a question better or is the description better?
1: And you even had the problem where somebody thought because they didn't listen to your podcast, that that's what you were saying. And so you want to be careful about that, too. If, if you might think that something sounds good, but it doesn't really describe your episode, and someone may think, hey, I'm not really interested in that. I always think that, that the titles of my episodes should give the listener some general idea of what we're going to talk about.
0: You know, when I was a kid, Colleen, my mother always said, don't judge a book by its cover, but the reality, many people judge a podcast episode by its title. And so you have to keep that in mind when you name a title. When you're going to name your title, your episode title, remember the fact that people are going to look at some that title and say, do I feel like listening to that or not? So if you constantly are doing clickbait, people, you lose the integrity with your audience and they're not going to listen anymore. But you do want to catch their attention, You want to be honest with what the show's about, but catch the intention and make it where I want to listen. This is one of the reasons, and maybe we'll do an episode on this, when you start your show, you want to let your audience know what you're about to hear. On every one of our episodes that you listen to here, how do we start off each show? We explain to you what you're going to be hearing in this episode, and then at the end, we're going to wrap it up. Some shows you can do that with very easy. Interview shows that can't doesn't always work, but you can do that by doing it in post-editing. However, when you're doing your title, you want that title to catch the attention, something that gets them to say, I want to hear what they're going to say. Just make sure you answer the question that you ask or give the description and a solution to the problem that you describe. Now not everything is something you can word as a question or is a description of a problem. Sometimes you're just describing the topics you discussed. You know, Colleen, as we think about some of the episodes you've you've recently had, you had some episodes and there there weren't there wasn't necessarily a problem in what you what you gave. You were really answering a you know just giving a description of what your topic was going to be. So you had you had some different topics and that was discussed, and you, as you and your co-host, I should say, discussed different things in the in the podcast episode. So you had you had ones where you went in and um, you discussed things like um, divorce, and you had a guest on. I'm, I'm going from memory here. You had one of um, I think it was the purpose of marriage. Now. That's not describing a problem. I hope people don't see marriage as a problem, but it describes the show. What's the show about? Well, I immediately know what that show is about. It's about marriage and the purpose of it, not just marriage in general, but the specific purpose of marriage. So I think those are good ways to title things. Either use a question, describe a problem, or be descriptive of the content.
1: Right. And I think depending on what type of podcast that you are, most of my episodes the title is going to be a basic description of what we're talking about. Um, so my podcast is going to be different than Andrew's daily podcast, which is two minutes and often does solve a problem or answer a question um, or give an overview of something. It's so it's going to be different. So my titles may be dif- different in the types of titles I have than Andrew's daily podcast, for instance.
0: So that's When we talk about the show titles, what you want to call your episode, let's talk about artwork. When we think about artwork, there's the artwork we have for our podcast, and we've discussed that in previous podcasts with your logo, but this is the artwork that you would have on your individual show so that people can understand the difference. If I go and I search for Apologetics Live, one of my shows, I see the main artwork, And that's going to have the artwork that's the logo of my podcast. But in the individual episodes, I may have a picture, the artwork for that individual episode. And that's going to show up. And and where you'd see that in your podcast catcher, that's the apps. A Podcast catcher is the name for apps that you listen to podcasts on. You will see the artwork that's for your show. And then you will sometimes see individual artworks for individual shows. That is used individually sometimes because some people have their shows as blog posts on their websites so that you understand there's a difference in artwork here. You have your podcast artwork and you have your episode artwork. So today we're going to talk about episode artwork. Now, there's some advantages to having specific photos and there's advantages to always having your logo. Colleen, you you have typically you'll do a little of each. So for for yours, what do you see as the advantages of each of those?
1: So the, the advantage of just using your logo, um, when people get to know your logo, when they see your logo, they know what it is. Um, and, and it's, not any extra work for you. So I guess that would be the advantages I would think of. I think some of the advantages for doing a specific image, which I, I do sometimes it just, it just depends. Although lately I've just been doing our logo is, uh, you know, when you're sharing on social media, it's not the same logo on the preview every single time. It's something a little different. There's a podcast called Theocast, and they really put a lot into their episode artwork because they um, will take some sort of theme and they'll Photoshop John Calvin's face into it. So John Calvin, you know, might be in this scene or that scene. And so they do something really special, but you know, every single week they're going to have John Calvin superimposed into some new image that somehow fits with their episode. And some people they're, they're good at that and, and, and they, they have a fun theme like that, and people get excited to see what the next one will be. So instead um, of doing
0: Where's Waldo, they're playing Where's John Calvin.
1: Almost like that, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, th- these are things you you have to consider. Now, one thing that's important to, to note is um, that when you put a new episode, a different episode artwork, for each episode that doesn't necessarily transfer to the apps. So it might be in your preview if you share from your website and it'll be on your web page. But, um, you know, when we were doing different ones most weeks, um, we still have the same, it just uses our logo on each episode on most of the apps.
0: But one of the things that does affect it is when you share it on social media, one of the advantages to having a different picture for each episode is that when you share it on social media people see something different sometimes you want a photo that's going to capture the attention remember the name of your episode the artwork of your episode what's its goal it's to capture the attention of someone to say oh i want to listen to this if you have the same episode every week i do that on apologetics live and if i'm doing that every week the reality is people don't from the photo, know what the episode is. And is that this week's or was it last week's? It's hard to tell. So that's a negative to it. However, like you said, Colleen, it's easier. But with Apologetics Live, I don't have, I have a whole lot of questions that come in. So sometimes I don't have one thing that really is overarching. So I use the same logo. And that has a negative effect when I share it on social media because you can end up seeing just, the same logo oh, used over and over and over, and it's hard to determine which episode is what. So using specific photos can help in that way. Let's talk about the size of your artwork. If you're putting this artwork on a blog site, you're going to do a blog, which is going to really be your podcast. You put it on WordPress. You want to keep in mind, this goes back to some just web website knowledge to keep in mind. The larger the size of the photo the longer it's going to take to download. The longer it takes to download, the slower your website is and the worse rankings you're going to get in your SEO. That's search engine optimization. That's basically how Google and other search engines will find you. They will ding you if your website is slow. So you want to use smaller artwork. Remember, for the most part, this is going to be something that's going to be a a thumbnail in some podcast cha- podcaster app, so you want to remember that's not something you need that much detail. Now, if you're doing like you were mentioning the Theocast, where they're looking, they're doing something really special with the artwork, they may want to have it larger because the artwork itself is something that attracts people to want to look. Well, you're going to have to have it larger. Keep in mind, you you may want to have that maybe off your website then where you just bring in a thumbnail because of the fact that it's going to slow the website down. It's going to slow pulling the podcast down because it's got to pull that artwork in. You only need a thumbnail for the most part. Now, if you're going to have on our website, for example, we recommend people 300 pixels as the max. You don't need more than that. It'll be enough. Now, you can see enough of it. If you to see what the picture is, and it's that will keep the size down. You want to make sure use a, a what's called a JPEG or PNG. PNG is going to be a little bit better as far as keeping the size down, but you don't want to have it too large. The last thing that we want to bring up is the question: Do you have the rights to use the artwork? Colleen, why is that an important thing to think about?
1: Well, you know, we spoke about this when we talked about music. Um, a lot of a lot of people think my, my podcast is small. No one's going to care. I can just use whatever music I want. No, you cannot because that's illegal. And the same thing is true with artwork is any artwork out there, you might think it's on the internet. And so you can just go and save an image that you like and use it, but it might, it might not be something that you have the rights to use. So I've I've actually used even pictures that I've taken myself because I know I have the rights to those pictures. Um, But you want to there are several websites and we can link them in the in the episode notes where I get images. And there's some websites, um if you if you want to do a lot of of artwork on your site, maybe you're doing blogging every day and stuff. It might even be worth um, paying a fee to some of these websites that they there's there's different options. There's some websites where they just have free images. And you're going to be somewhat limited on that. And then there's some that you can pay, you know, a couple hundred dollars a year and have access to all of their images. And um are able to download them and and have the right um, permissions to be able to post them. And then there's some where you pay per image. And so just depending on what your needs are, what your budget is, if you you know want to put any money into it, I, I have one friend that has a pretty large website and um, with several bloggers. and so they, they do pay a fee for one of these sites because it gives them a lot more images to choose from. So my my friend, you know, he it's worth it to him for him to have access to a lot more photos. Since I go for ones that are royalty free, my options are going to be a lot less. But I'm not. I'm also not looking for for images very often. One thing I've noticed recently, um, just among some of us Christian women bloggers, is because those of us who uh, choose from these royalty-free sites on certain topics, we're limited on how many images we have to choose from. And I saw three of us actually used the exact same image. So that's going to be something, too. If you're going to go with royalty-free options that um, aren't going to cost you any money, you're probably going to see those around more, too, because there's just not as many of them.
0: And it's one thing to keep in mind, if you have your buddy who's going to help you out and they're going to create the image for you. Do you have a contract with them? If you don't have a contract with them and they're creating it, they could turn around and charge you because it's, Hey, their work. They could tell you to take it down because it's their work. Don't ever do anything. We've said this many times. Don't do things with a handshake deal Because unfortunately, things happen and people start to say, you know what, you've gotten really big and I I think I should get some royalties from all the work that I'm doing. If you don't have a contract, you might lose a court case.
1: Let me give one more option that I have actually done. And that is, um, I've made some of my own images. So I talked about taking pictures, but the other thing I've done, for instance, we did an episode on Guilt, Grace and Gratitude. And when we did an episode on Guilt, guilt, grace, and gratitude, I was able to, um, take a, a plain black background and I was able to make, um, make artwork where I put guilt, grace, and gratitude and some pretty writing. And that was our, that was our episode artwork. So that, that's another option, um, that some people do is they will, they will make, artwork with the title of their episode and they'll use different colors so it looks different like how andrew was talking about so they see it 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 can pop and stick out um with some of your titles so that
0: is our episode about show episode titles and the artwork that you use we talked about how to name your show you want to keep in mind Apple's rules on that. You want to either ask a question, describe a problem, be descriptive of its content. You want to capture the attention, but be honest about it. Do not use clickbait. We talked about show artwork. You want to either use the same, your show logo, or you might want to create specific photos for each episode. You could do a combination thereof. But when you do the, your artwork, Keep in mind the size of it because that has to all be downloaded. And let me add something in I didn't say earlier. When you think about that, keep in mind the fact that not all of your audience listens maybe in America. Some listen overseas where their, where their internet is limited. The smaller it is, the quicker they can download, the more likely they're going to listen. So the size can be an issue. The other thing that we mentioned is, do you have the rights to the artwork? There's some things to consider there. So we hope that this was helpful for you in your podcasting. Now, next episode, we hope to discuss how to share your episodes on social media. We look forward to seeing you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time.